After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moment in the Morning radio program.
תודה רבה. Lucky is the dad that raised ya Lucky is the school that schooled ya So holy, so pure, so holy Evil knocked and the lights went out The whole world cried when they heard you shout Like never before, like never before All the angels and the dreaming men Rushed to the scene just to hold your hand See what's going on
In the AM, Yummy Lowy with that great selection. That's the uh, 
Me Adir. Yesterday we played the uh, Kolot um, cover that Yummy Lowy has, and I commented to somebody how effortless it sounded from him. Unbelievable. Uh, great selection. That's Me Adir at JM in the AM. Before that, the Yiddish medley done by uh, Eighth Day off of Chasing Prophecy. I guess that would be Yiddish country, right? Wouldn't that be the more accurate one? <laughs> I have to change that on the playlist. Uh, Ka'ayal, done by Mati Steinmetz from the brand new Kumtat CD. Moshe Yes with Torah Tziva. Aryeh Kunstler's Ali Yerushalayim. We Are One, Eli Schwebel off of Heart's Mind. You heard the Shira Chadasha Boys Choir with Yibane. Yaakov Shweki and Yasimcha. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. As we say, good morning. It's Wednesday on this October 22nd, day 28 in the month of Tishrei, the year 57. Seven five. Hope the brand new year is treating you well. A rainy Wednesday here in the New Jersey, New York area. Looks like rain and thunderstorms all day with a high of 57. Rain tonight, low 50. Tomorrow's showers with a high Thursday, 56 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim and Tel Aviv are at 79. Haifa at 82. A lot at 86 degrees. We're at 56 here in Jersey City as we wake up on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. The week of the Shabbos project. I guess no Surprise that last night the top nine at nine, as accounted down by uh, Yussi Zweig, had the um, Shabbos Project song uh, in the top nine. It, it's the uh, eighth day Benny Friedman Yeshiva Boys Choir collaboration on the uh, cover of Just One Shabbos. And it ended up at number three in the countdown last night. Um, a lot of good stuff in last night's countdown, I must say. A lot of good stuff. Oh, that Mati Steinmetz, uh, who we just played, the song that he does with MBD on the sheer double CD, ended up at number nine last evening. So a lot of good stuff. Check out the uh, NSN Top 9 at 9 page on Facebook. You can get a good review of what happened last night. And coming up at 9.30 this morning at jmtheam.org, we're going to replay the 9 at 9. Coming up at 9 o'clock. Beyond Milk and Honey with our friends from Keshet, Israel. Very interesting program today as we speak about the uh, topic of ethics in the field when it comes to the IDF. And then the 9 at 9 will happen at 9.30 this morning on our stream at jmandtheam.org. So make sure to be tuned in for that. I was searching this morning. I actually read the review in the New York Times about the Klinghoffer uh, production that took place in uh, in the Lincoln Center at the Met, um, found the New York Times review very interesting. I was, um, I don't know if reviews actually usually mention disruptions in the show. They did allude to a couple of disruptions that happened during the show. Seemed to indicate it wasn't, quote, unquote, that big of a deal. But then I went to Twitter to see what people thought, and um, I don't know, a real mixed reaction. I think the I think one of the um, one of the things that really touched a nerve was the mayor of the city of New York coming out against the former mayor of the city of New York for leading one of the protests against the, the Met. And um, one of the people I saw on Twitter was questioning why would somebody who's using the who's using the um, cover of freedom of speech to defend the play, why would they condemn somebody for going out with their freedom of speech and protesting the play? 
It was interesting. An interesting take. Also, the um, just a whole bunch of, uh, of of interesting posts, including somebody who put a photo of Leon Klinghoffer's Matseva, his uh, monument, uh, at his burial place. Um, very interesting reaction. Very interesting reaction, especially from those who are in the uh, performance and, and saw it live as it was going on. Uh, who was responsible for the disruptions that they say took place last night? I don't know. That's why I thought I may find on Twitter a reference from one of the disruptees, or disruptors, rather, or maybe from somebody who was a disruptee and would then uh, you know, reveal what type of uh, disruptions occurred during the performance but the, or if people were escorted out or anything like that. But can't get any of that information uh, this morning. If anybody has any of that, certainly uh, feel free to email it to us right here. At the JM in the AM best email address for now is, um, uh, Jewish radio at AOL.com. Jewish radio at AOL.com. Our app is, uh, is up and, uh, anybody who would like to comment on this radio program, uh, you could use the comment section of our app, the NSN app to do so. I see somebody already has this morning. Oh yeah, we'll get to the Shabbos project song. Um, we'll get to the Shabbos project song. Give, give me a song or two and we'll get to it. It's a cover of Just One Shabbos done especially for this week. We'll try to get to as many Shabbos projects, events as possible. I noticed that the challah baking events for Thursday night, the kumzits and the havdalah events for Saturday night continue to come across our desk. We'll try to get to everything and certainly try to at least acknowledge all the different communities that are participating this Shabbos in the Shabbos project. Um, we'll do as much of that as we can between now and 9 a.m. right here at JM in the a.m. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the a.m.
But I've never done it all, I'm just not sure I asked him, won't you join with us to understand and see He came and stayed a while and thanked us happily Next Shabbos came along, his feelings grew so strong He first began to feel that he belonged Benny Friedman and the Yeshiva Boys in that production of Just One Shabbos in honor of the Shabbos Project taking place in the United States uh, this coming Shabbos. And again, as we said, uh, we'll try to get to as many of the uh, Thursday night through Saturday night activities that are going on for the Shabbos Project and acknowledge as many of them as possible. There are so many, thank God, and uh, we encourage everybody to participate and to spread the word about the beauty of Shabbos. That's that special single here at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard Barry Weber with Yachad. We are dedicating that to uh, those 11th graders in our audience who are uh, Barry Weber fans at this point. A minute before 7 o'clock on a Wednesday, uh, I did notice, I just read the uh, review or article about um, the Klinghoffer play by Alan Dershowitz, and he does mention 
that in fact uh, there were a few brief expressions of negative opinion during the opera, one of which was briefly disruptive as an audience member repeatedly shouted, Klinghoffer's murder will never be forgiven. He was arrested and removed. So uh, that was the, it seems to be the one um, significant incident of protest within the walls of the Met last night. And uh, obviously, uh, call a cavo to those who came out to express their opinion outside the Met um, on that opening night in New York City. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up here at JM and the AM. By the way, uh, Mayor Eichler and Schleimi Eichler are going to be joining us tomorrow in studio at JM and the AM. I've asked them to bring along a pile of bracious slash Parsha books to recommend to our audience. And they're going to be doing that tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. Uh, they'll be mentioning some of the, uh, the, I mean, there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them, so we're not going to get to every one of them. But they're going to bring in uh, a few interesting ones and to tell us about some of the things that are going on in the um, in the uh, in the arena of Parsha books out there, as Bracious, of course, has taken place, and Noach is happening this coming Shabbos. That'll happen tomorrow morning in our third hour right here at JM in the AM. Replay, encore presentation of the 9 at 9 comes up at 9.30 this morning, right after the program entitled Beyond Milk and Honey, which debuts today at 9 a.m. right after JM in the AM. With our friends from Keshet, Israel. We'll talk more about that coming up. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday is next. Boker Tov from Jamnia. בערד הוקם מעל מחאה בעקבות סגירת מפעל המגבות בעיר. עשרות מהעובדים המפוטרים ותושבים רבים נמצאים במקום. עניתה רוזנבאום, פעילה חברתית בערד, סיפרה על ההפגנה בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. אני יכולה לומר שלא עשתה די בכדי למנוע את המצב שהגענו היום בחמש שנים, 1,300 מפוטרים. אני אם חד הורית שמפרנסת לבד שלושה ילדים, יש לי חיילים. מזמן המשפחה מוכנה לעזור לי רק כשאני אעבור למרכז להיות לידם. אני מסרבת. על רקע המתיחות הגבוהה בירושלים, מפכ"ל המשטרה יוחנן דנינו מצהיר, השקט ישוב לעיר. אנחנו מתגברים בצורה משמעותית את הכוחות כאן בשטח. אנחנו הצבנו את ירושלים במקום מאוד מרכזי מבחינת סדר העדיפות הלאומי שלנו. אני משוכנע שהשקט יבוא ומהר לירושלים וסביבתה. אבל אני אומר, היעד שלנו הוא לא רק שקט, היעד שלנו זה להביא לכאן אה, שלטון חוק גם למקומות שבהם זה בא פחות לידי ביטוי. ובתוך כך שערכות של ארה״ב קרי אומר כי הסטטוס קוו בין ישראל והפלסטינים אינו בר קיימא. במסיבת עיתונאים בגרמניה הוסיף קרי, המצב הנוכחי לא יכול להימשך זמן רב. דוברי שפות זרות נאלצים לחתום מול חברות הסלולר על חוזים שאינם מבינים כי החברות מסרבות להנפיק את תקצירי החוזים בשפתם. כתבנו ישי שנרב. טופס עיקרי העסקה שחברות הסלולר מחויבות להציג ללקוח לא זמין ברוסית, אמהרית, צרפתית ואפילו אנגלית, כך שעולים חדשים או קשישים חותמים על תשלומים של מאות ואלפי שקלים עבור שירותי סלולר. בעקבות פניית גלי צה"ל הבטיחו במשרד התקשורת להוסיף לתקנות בעוד שלושה חודשים את החובה לתרגם את הטופס לאחת השפות לפי בחירת הלקוח. 
האם המרכז הארצי לבחינות והערכה, האחראי על בחינות הקבלה לתואר שני בפסיכולוגיה, ישתמש במכוון בטקסטים שנלמדו באחד ממכוני ההכנה לבחינה? כתבתנו תמר פלד. שניים מהטקסטים בבחינת המתאם הנלמדים במשך שנים באחת משתי החברות היחידות המכינות לבחינה המאיימת, הופיעו בבחינה עצמה שהתקיימה אתמול. מאות סטודנטים שלמדו לבחינה במרכז פתרונות הכירו את התשובות לבחינה. הסטודנטים שלמדו בעזרת המכון האחר, מכון אופק, טוענים כי מדובר בהטייה לא הוגנת. מהמרכז הארצי לבחינות נמסר כי פריטי הבחינה לא נלקחו מכל מכון שהוא. אם יתברר כי נמצא דפוס תשובות חריג, המרכז ישקול לא להכליל את הפריטים הנבדקים. נפתח שלב הטיעונים לעונש במשפטו של גואל רצון. התביעה דורשת שרצון, שהורשע בביצוע עבירות מין רבות בנשותיו ובבנותיו, ירצה עונש של עשרות שנים בכלא. מנגד הסנגורית מבקשת להטיל עליו את העונשים המינימליים הקבועים בחוק. כתבתנו שרון פולבר שמע את בנו של רצון, יגאל, מחוץ לאולם הדיונים. אני מקווה שיתחשבו בנסיבות, יתחשבו בכלל בגיל שלו. אני חושב שאנשים היו מרצונם, והיה להם חופשית. בית משפט פסק שלא היה עבדות, הוא מקווה שכמה שיותר יזרקו אותו וכמה שיותר יקלו עליו. מקווים שאומרים, האמת את זה לאור. מזג האוויר נאה, הטמפרטורות יעלו בעיקר בערים. ולסיום, הסוף למשפחת סימפסון, כתבתנו עופרי אשל. פרטים ראשונים על עליית פרק הסיום של משפחת סימפסון מגלים כי לתוכנית יהיה סוף מעגלי. בריאיון לאתר סינימה ברנד אמר יוצר הסדרה אל ג'ין כי הוא מתכנן לנווט את הפרק האחרון כך שבסופו הסימפסונים יגיעו בדיוק לרגע תחילת פרק הבכורה אי שם ב-1989. עם זאת למשפחת סימפסון המשודרת כבר 26 עונות ברצף אין עדיין שום תאריך סיום באופק. סוף מעגלי לסימפסונים, הבנתם את זה? אלה החדשות שעורכת ניצן פישר קונפורטי.
a.m. in the a.m. That is uh, actually two great selections off the inscribed uh, CD. Maisha Horowitz with Misha Omar. Before that, David Gabe had Osim Chuva. Quarter after 7 o'clock, it's Wednesday at J.M. in the a.m., getting closer and closer to Rosh Chodesh, which, believe it or not, begins tomorrow night. A two-day Rosh Chodesh is coming up tomorrow night. Malcolm Holmline will join us Friday. We'll go through a whole bunch of stuff as so many things have gone on over the last couple of weeks. We'll get into the news of the day and of the week with Malcolm Honeline this Friday at 7.40 here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in for the weekly update. Uh, that'll be coming up on uh, Friday. Great day on our stream at jmintheam.org. Don't forget that uh, Beyond Milk and Honey with Keshet Israel starts today at 9 a.m. We're going to explore the topic of ethics in the field. Colonel Bensi Gruber is going to be among the guests who will be um, uh, featured between 9 and 9.30 this morning. Then a replay, an encore of the 9 at 9 from last night, coming up at 9.30 this morning at jmnam.org. Yes, he's why he's going to be doing a Z-Report live lunch starting at 11 a.m. A lot of great material always uh, happening on the stream. If you don't have a, uh, if you haven't made it a habit yet to keep the jmnam.org stream on your desktop computer, or on our app, or on your phone, or on the listen line at 401-347-0100, 401-347-0100. If you haven't made a habit of that, make sure to do so. It's a great idea. Trust me, it'll enhance your day, that's for sure. I want to thank, um, as I said, we're trying to announce as many of the Shabbos Project events as possible, and somebody smartly just put some information on our app, on the comment section of our app, and I want to thank uh, the person who just did so. Uh, there's going to be a um, Shabbos project being presented by Rage in the Manhattan Beach community with a Saturday night concert that will feature Soul Farm at Rage at 2915 Ocean Parkway beginning at 8.30. Tickets are available at jewishtickets.com. Go to jewishtickets.com. They are available. You can also make reservations by... Um, uh, by going to MB Shabbos Project, I guess that's Manhattan Beach, MB Shabbos Project at gmail.com. Questions, uh, all you gotta do is, uh, is, uh, call 646-732-4225. So that's some of the information regarding Manhattan Beach. They'll be presenting Soul Farm Saturday night at 2915 Ocean Parkway. Again, jewishtickets.com has information, just one of so many events going on for the Shabbos Project is coming Thursday night through Shabbos uh, in the New York and New Jersey area. Kol HaKavod, 17 minutes after 7 o'clock. It's JM in the AM with the New York Boys Choir.
FM。Yaeli Klein with the, I think one of the original versions of Vav、uh, Filu here at JM in the AM. <laughs> Can't keep track of that song anymore. It's been it's been done by so many and has spread around so much. New York Boys Choir before that with Nishama off of the sequel CD. JM in the AM Wednesday with 56 degrees, plenty of rain and thunderstorms today with a high of 57. So careful out there driving everybody and thanks for tuning us in and making part making us part of your morning. Um, your morning habit, your morning routine.、Uh, here with JM and the AM. Now that the、uh, the calendar has allowed us to get back into full weeks and to a regular schedule, I thank you for making this part of your、uh, daily routine. It's much appreciated. Don't forget Yeshiva League Sports Update Tuesdays in the seven o'clock hour. That'll start.、Uh, please God, next week.、Uh, Elliot Weiselberg is going to bring that to everybody. And if you're a yeshiva league participant,、um, a player, a coach, a principal, faculty member, whatever your situation might be, no matter what school you're affiliated with, make sure to be tuned in Tuesdays for the yeshiva league sports update. I will do more of the Shabbos project coming up. There are events going on in a lot of places. We'll try to announce as many of them as possible as we go through the morning here. At JM and the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: "Echanishmasar of Zebin of Yosef Halevi." Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Rav Menachem Mendel Vishnitzer said the following chiddush: the novel interpretation in the name of his father-in-law, the great tzaddik Rabbi Yisrael of Rishon. The appellation Mar Cheshvan comes from the lashon of Umerach Shin Svosayhu. They were moving their lips during the months of Elul and Tishrei. All of Klal Yisrael have been engaged in Avodas Hashem, serving Hashem with love and awe, davening, singing praises to Hashem. Following these two months, our lips continue to move in rhythm with these divrei kedusha. It continues to inspire us. It is comparable to the one who leaves shul after davening, still humming the melodies of the different piyutim that he heard while he was in shul. After two months of being totally immersed. In Torah and Tefillah, Hasvosayim Roichshos, the lips move as if by themselves, continuing to intone the Tefillas, the Shiras, the Sishpachos, the prayers, the songs, and the various praises. The Chavetz Chaim recommends that a person should always have a unique affinity for one particular mitzvah. There was a Chassid who lived in Slonim in Europe. He was unusually keen about the mitzvahs of Sukkot. He would spend the entire year immersed in them, learning the halachos, the minhagim, the customs pertaining to the Yom Tov. Of course, he spent all the days of Sukkot sitting in the Sukkot, eating the Sudas, doing his avoda, blissfully content in his feeling of closeness to Hashem. It happened one year that on Isrochag, the Chassid was found still sitting in the Sukkot. His family surmised that it was just too difficult for him to take leave of this precious mitzvah. However, a week later, he still had not left the sukkah. Finally, when the temperatures became frigid, he emerged from the sukkah and returned to the comfort of his home. The following year, the same thing happened. Once again, the chassid could not be persuaded to leave the sukkah. This time, however, he continued to remain in the sukkah. Even after the winter had arrived in full force, the family distraught 
asked the Rebbe what they should do. The Rebbe instructed them to move immediately to Eretz Yisroel. The family promptly went home, packed their bags, and moved to Eretz Yisroel. The Slonim Rebbe had explained to the family that this Yid fervently longed for the heightened spiritual atmosphere of the Sukkah. The only place that a similar environment could be found was in the Holy Land. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
Ellie Friedman and Company, Ashrei Hamelech is the name of that selection here at JM in the AM. Replay of the uh, top nine at nine is coming up at 9.30 this morning. We're going to present the brand new Beyond Milk and Honey program with our friends from Keshet Israel starting at nine o'clock this morning on the topic today of ethics in the field. Uh, by the way, something that uh, Yitzhak Sokolov of Keshet is going to be speaking about tomorrow night at Lincoln Square Synagogue. He's actually giving a, a lecture on that topic. <laughs> Excuse me. How the IDF is um, staying at the very top of the topic of uh, ethics in the field. He'll be there tomorrow night at Lincoln Square Synagogue uh, uh, in New York City. Um, a Thursday evening in New York. Um, and then 9.30 this morning... The replay, the encore presentation of last night's 9 at 9. I thank Yossi Zweig, who's going to be doing a live lunch today uh, for taking care of that program. And uh, make sure to be tuned in all through the day at jmnam.org. Great music, whole bunch of wonderful stuff always going on. People uh, gravitating more and more to our stream, to our app, to our listen line at 401-347-0100 and listening in constantly. From around the world. Yesterday we had a communique from Missouri where a Kansas City Royal fan wanted, no, no joke, a Kansas City Royal fan wrote to us on the app yesterday, wanted to know who uh, I was rooting for in the World Series. And of course, I mentioned that because our very good friend, Rabbi Alchanan Weinbach, who is our Fast Day consultant, uh, is a major Kansas City Royal fan. For that reason, we have uh, declared our allegiance to the American League for this World Series. Unfortunately, it didn't go too well last night, from what I hear. <laughs> but but who knows? It's only one game, as they say. JM and the AM Shabbos Project happens this coming Shabbos. A big yashikach to the folks at Kiruv.com and Project Inspire. <laughs> I noticed that they... I, I, I actually participated in one of these videos once with the common Kiruv uh, uh, mistakes. I forgot how they referred to it. Um, common Kirov questions. Now they call it the Common Kirov questions game show. Uh, so you can check that out. They have it up at Kirov.com. Plus they have the Shabbos Project official video. And they have some serious stuff up there as well, uh, about, uh, this upcoming Shabbos. Also, I remind you that they are coordinating this Havdalah experience that's happening Saturday night at the Shulamit Hall for the Performing Arts on East 14th Street in Brooklyn, New York. Charlie Harari, Rabbi Yaakov Solomon, Yehuda Green, Benny Friedman, Shlemy Dax, they are all part of it. It is free. You just have to register. So you can go to their website at kiruv.com and register for that. It's Saturday night at 7.30, literally Havdalah time, uh, shortly after the end of Shabbos. Um, and that's happening in Brooklyn, New York, just one of the events that are going on. We're trying to get to as many of them as possible. We have here a communique from our friends at uh, Chabad in West Orange. They have the International Shabbos Project going on with a beautiful Friday night dinner coming up this uh, Friday night, plus a hot kiddish luncheon at 12 noon on Shabbos. You can go to ChabadWestOrange.com for information, ChabadWestOrange.com on that one. The West Side Institutional Synagogue is participating in the Shabbos Project. Uh, they're going to be having a, a dinner uh, this coming Saturday night, sponsored by the West Side Institutional Synagogue, J-I-C-N-Y, Kol Shama, the base, and the Young Israel of the West Side. They're all going to be together. Uh, the event is happening at the Shul at 120 West 76th Street in New York City. You can go to their website 
and register online. Make a reservation for that and recommend to your friends up on the Upper West Side to do the same thing. I want to acknowledge the uh, Shabbos Project and Challah Bake that's happening in Buffalo Grove. In Buffalo Grove, I got this communique from Rabbi Eliezer Grumberg. And they're have, not only are they having a... Uh, a um, a, a pro- project this coming Shabbos. They're having a Havdalah concert as well, featuring the Rogers Park Band. So we uh, acknowledge what's happening in the Midwest. Not all the activities are happening in this area, but there's a lot of uh, great things going on around the country, as we know. Um, trying to see what else we have here. Let's see here. I think that's all we have in this set. Uh, we have more, though, coming up because we have other announcements that have come in from different places about what's happening this coming uh, Shabbos and Saturday night, especially with the Havdalah concerts and kumzitzes that are going on. We'll get to all of those happening right here at JM in the AM. Brand new Michal Przanski. <laughs>
Yanki Lemmer from the CD entitled It Is Shabbos. That's called Yismach Moshe. Melech, Melech, Michal Przansky before that here at JM and the AM. As I've explained to a lot of emailers and people who are requesting uh, to discuss some of their events uh, on the air this week, uh, we have been inundated by so many requests regarding the Shabbos project between challah baking events on Thursday night and, of course, Shabbos events and the Saturday night Havdalah and Kumzitz events that we've decided that we are not uh, doing any um, uh, special um, interviews about individual events. 
uh, but we're trying to announce as much of the information as possible so people know what's happening in their specific communities. So if you have, if you have not heard uh, your announcement or your uh, community's event on our show, just email us. Feel free to inundate us. Uh, we're trying to get to everything and uh, everything that's coming in through the different email addresses and through the app, uh, comment area, et cetera, et cetera, we're trying to get to. And, uh, again, if you haven't heard it or if you want to know if we've done it already, just make sure to email us and we will um, I'll let you know. Meanwhile, the uh, amazing Shabbos project continues. The five towns, Far Rockaway area, is going to be meeting at the Sands in Atlantic Beach tomorrow night. I mentioned this yesterday. They're not just going to uh, be accompanied during this big challah baking by the music of Eitan Cats. They're going to have Eitan Cats there live and in person with guest speaker Mrs. Debbie Greenblatt and, of course, a five towns Far Rockaway challah bake all starting at 7.30 tomorrow night. Uh, you can go to the Shabbos Project 5TFR.com for information. And also, they're going to be featuring a Maccabees concert at Congregation Beth Shalom on Saturday night in Lawrence. Uh, that'll begin at 9 p.m. Uh, also part of the Shabbos Project, as so many communities and synagogues are actually attaching Saturday night Havdalah and Kumzits and concert events uh, to really wrap up uh, uh, the weekend, the Shabbos, in a beautiful way. So kolak avod to uh, everyone who's doing that. And, uh, again, just let us know, and we'll make sure uh, to announce it to our listeners. Also, West Orange, New Jersey, I mentioned earlier uh, Chabad's efforts in West Orange. West Orange also is um, uh, featured. This is an article I mentioned the other day, a, a New Jersey Jewish News article about the participation uh, of the West Orange community in the different uh, community-wide activities for this Shabbos, including the big challah bake happening at the Chabad-affiliated Friendship Circle building in Livingston, New Jersey. That's going to be happening tomorrow night. Over 100 people have already signed up to be part of that big challah bake. So that's going to be happening at the Friendship Circle building in Livingston, New Jersey, uh, happening tomorrow night, as most of these challah bakes are. Most of them are happening uh, tomorrow night. Uh, plus, uh, you have uh, participating shuls. Uh, including Avasachamene, Jacob, and David, who are going to be participating uh, in West Orange as well for this coming Shabbos, and uh, they're going to be doing a. Uh, uh, and and uh, in addition to that, there are going to be uh, other synagogues as well that are participating, and the uh, Saturday night program, the Havdalah concert, is going to be happening at Bnei Shalom in West Orange, New Jersey. So they also have a unique and interesting program that's going to be happening in West Orange. And uh, again, information, you can contact uh, them via the web or just uh, Google that article about the Shabbos Project in New Jersey Jewish News as they concentrate on what's happening in the West Orange Livingston area this coming Shabbos. What else do we have here Uh, in terms of the uh, Shabbos Project? There are a lot of people who are There are a lot of people who are going to be gathering in uh, Brooklyn, New York for the different events that are happening uh, both Shabbos and Saturday night. And Rage in Brooklyn at 2915 Ocean Parkway starting at 8.30 p.m. on Saturday night is uh, going to be presenting for the Manhattan Beach community a Matze Shabbos concert with Soul Farm. Soul Farm is going to be performing. It starts at 8.30 p.m. at 2915 Ocean Parkway. In Brooklyn, New York, information about that is 646-732-4225. 646-732-4225. So Soul Farm 
is in a concert as well for Saturday night. And yesterday I mentioned, and I want to get the information uh, uh, accurate here. Um, yesterday I mentioned that Ellie Gerstner is actually flying around the world to participate in a Shabbos project and uh, to be part of what's happening uh, uh, with this weekend's big event. And sure enough, here it is. Uh, he's heading to Australia with the Chevra. And yes, we are giving him a big shout out for that. Uh, he's heading to Australia with the Chevra. Apparently they've already left. The concert and weekend is happening in Sydney, Australia. And of course that's in collaboration with the Shabbos project. So this is not just something that is, uh, South Africa or something designated for this Shabbos in the New York, New Jersey area or for North America. It seems that the Shabbos project truly this time around is international as Australia in Sydney. Uh, Ellie Gerstner and the Hever are going to be participating in a special Shabbos and concert. Pretty amazing. Big shout out to them. Hope they're tuned in on the uh, Nahum Siegel Network app. It's a minute before 8 o'clock on a Wednesday, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Been a lot of places I've been all around the world Seen a lot of faces Never know where I was On the horizon Ooh, well I know, I know, I know, I know So I'll be rising Back home
in the AM. The great Yehuda Green. Before that, the Maccabees with Home. 8 o'clock hour, Wednesday, it's JM in the AM with 56 degrees, rain, thunderstorms, and a high of 57. The rain coming down pretty hard out there, I must say. JM in the AM, a reminder coming up at 9 o'clock, the brand new Beyond Milk and Honey program. Our friends at Keshet Israel will present that today, and we'll discuss the topic of ethics in the field. Uh, obviously in reference to the IDF. 9.30 this morning, an encore presentation of last night's 9 at 9, which was an interesting 9 at 9. Those of you who follow it on Facebook or Twitter, interesting first week back for the 9 at 9 uh, in terms of uh, what ended up where. The Shabbos Project song was at number 3, by the way. Well-deserved this week. Uh, yes, he's why conducts a Z report live lunch coming up between 11 and 1 today later on in our stream. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. There's a phone number where you could tune in 401-347-0100, 401-347-0100. And of course, the uh, NSN app. If you don't have it yet, make sure to install it. Great app created by our friends at Rusty Brick. It is pretty amazing. Uh, gotta give a special mention as we continue to go through some of the events that are happening for, uh, the Shabbos project. Gotta give a special mention again to Rabbi Klatsko and Shabbat.com. He basically runs his own Shabbos project every Shabbos. Basically. According to the website Shabbat.com, over 50,000 people have been invited to over 440,000 Shabbat meals in over 4,000 cities in 120 countries. Since the founding of Shabbat.com. And of course, you could register for the Shabbos project through his website. Uh, but, um, certainly a big, big shout out to Shabbat.com who are embracing the Shabbos project. Um, and apparently he has a phone number, 212 Shabbat. Pretty good number, I must say. S-H-A-B-B-A-T. And of course, you can find them on Facebook and call a vote for everything that he continues to do. As I said, on a weekly basis, not just uh, uh, something that's happening uh, uh, once a year or as a one-time project. Um, got a We got a uh, comment on our app that reminds everybody that in Kew Gardens Hills, 6 p.m. Friday night, this coming Friday night, 6 o'clock, a special Kalbach Kabbalah Shabbos happening at YCQ on 70th Road in Kew Gardens Hills. At 6 p.m. on Saturday night, there will be a special Havdalah concert and dessert buffet featuring the great Roy Moshe Shur and friends. Everyone's invited to attend. And apparently Thursday night, tomorrow night at Benos Malka Academy, there will be a women's challah baking starting at 7 p.m., and that happens at 71-02, uh, I would, I'd guess that's 111th Street in Forest Hills with special guest speaker Alyssa Taub. So that's all happening in Queens. Like I said, there are many different communities who continue to uh, check in about the Shabbos project and things happening starting tomorrow night through Havdalah, through the Kumsitz and Havdalah concerts that are going on in so many different places. So just keep letting us know, everybody, either through the app comments or through email. Uh, just keep letting us know, and we'll continue to announce them as we pay tribute 
to all those who are opening their homes and their synagogues for the Shabbos project this coming Shabbos. More coming up. This is JM in the AM.
Cormier and Maishi Menlowitz off of the brand new Sheer double CD. That's Ure Bunim here at JM in the AM. Barry Weber before that with Heliga Bashefer. You heard Yosef Chaim Hakolotova, that single. Uh, brand new here at JM in the AM. Uh, well, I just heard from listener Orit. Uh, apparently RJJ on Staten Island is organizing a 5K walkathon for this coming Sunday. At Clove Lake Park. By the way, the weather this coming Sunday is supposed to be much different than today, thank God. So it should be all right. Uh, it starts at 1 p.m. They are calling it Pave the Way for RJJ. They're guaranteeing fun for the whole family. Uh, the event, of course, uh, this coming Sunday, the 26th of uh, October. Information, you contact Mrs. Nyman at area code 917-837-0346. That's 917-837-0346. Well, one of the most um, spoken about uh, people in the news since Sukkis uh, has called into JM in the AM. We revealed this news, and um, I shouldn't say we revealed it. We didn't reveal it for the first time, but for our audience... We revealed it after uh, Sukkot when we got back here on Monday. And, uh, of course, many people had uh, heard about it from so many different sources. It was one of those things that went viral. The news that Kosher Delight on Avenue J had closed its doors. Who could believe it? And Murray Uberfeld is with us live via telephone. He's the man who decided to start Kosher Delight 35 years ago. And I'm suspecting he's the man who decided to end the run uh, just last week. Murray Uberfeld, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Rabbi Nachum. How are you? <laughs> Baruch Hashem. I know, I know a lot of this uh, is being done tongue-in-cheek, but you have, you have to be amazed that, you know, I, I like to post different things on Facebook about politics, things having to do with Israel, serious matters, news items I want people to know about. But when I, when I posted on Facebook the five things I'll miss the most about Kosher Delight, it got such an insane number of likes and comments, it's unbelievable. I think I have to start, to start commenting and posting about these types of things in the future. Uh, I know you saw it. Uh, one of the things I'm going to miss very much is that amazing menu and that delicious food. What's the reaction been from the community since you made this decision to close Kosher Delight? Well, I hope people are, are you know, busier with more important <laughs> uh, and loftier, uh, loftier problems <laughs> of the world, but uh, if there are, thank God, a very, very long, successful uh, run of 35 years, three months, and a few days, the family made a decision uh, based on an unsolicited offer for uh, the real estate to uh, unfortunately close the kosher delight. It was actually run day to day by my parents, who are Baruch Hashem, uh, um, very active still, but uh, advanced in their years. So uh, it was more of a real estate decision, not a decision as to uh, the business. And uh, so even you felt that Avenue J needed another bank, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Baruch Hashem, 13th Avenue and Avenue J becoming a banking center. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, I don't know how the consumers and the retailers feel about it, but uh, whoever dreamt that there would be that kind of transition over all these years. What was Avenue J like in 1979? So actually when we opened, I was uh, the tender of age of 19, right wow. out of uh, Tervidas. And um, Avenue J was a, was a mixed area of... Uh, from and on from uh, people, and uh, it was a stretch to open up uh, that type of store and that type of investment in uh, which was then a transitioning transitioning neighborhood. 
But we were, from the first day, June 3rd, we were accepted by the community, and uh, we have, we're very thankful to, uh, you know, the thousands, if not uh, millions of customers that and friends that uh, frequented the store. And you don't have a clue how many meals you served, huh? Yeah, I know. We'd be, my son, actually, in Eretz who was there for Yontif, said to me that uh, he thinks that about 90% of every single Jewish person that actually eats out must have at one time eaten in kosher delight. Oh, no question about it. And think of all the different franchises you had during all that time, sure. Right. You know, people from Eretz people from Europe, people, uh, you know, from California who uh, stopped me. They said, oh, I was in kosher delight then. And this. Well, I think that that's why this news took everybody the way it did, because it wasn't just that we were losing an eatery. It was people were losing part of their whole, you know, growing up, the part of their whole background. For me, too. I can only imagine. Right. My kids actually said to me last night, she goes, uh, one of them said, did you, did you freeze like in a 300 chicken soup? Or do you have the sino sauce put away for us? Or, uh, what are we doing about sesame chicken? You know, there was the usual, uh, we actually, we actually were not sure this was going to go through, so we really, uh, weren't kind of keeping a secret, but, um, we were to see if this transaction would have gone through, and it would have did. We had, uh, we had uh, to make the decision to close. And, and I don't know if it's an irony or what. Was, was Hoshana Rabba the last day? Hoshana Rabba night before Tuesday night we closed. Wednesday uh, we cleaned up and uh, and that was the end of that. Yeah, there was uh, that was the Hoshana. What am I going to do about the dark chicken box now? You know, so I was thinking to myself as, as to like you know what are the favorite items that people you know uh, have 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 always commented about over the last you know uh, many years and there was like. Sesame chicken, pastrami, sino sauce, oh, the sino sandwich. That was like the yeah. People, I, were, I saw that you weren't a big hustler. Yeah, people sandwich. were upset at me on Facebook that I didn't note the uh, sino sandwich. I, right. I, I like the uh, the original steak sandwich. That I liked a lot. Okay, that's you're 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 an original. Now. <laughs> you know, like everybody always says, you are an original. And can you believe that onion rings, which uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not quite sure how they were prepared. Could you believe that that ended up number one on my list? That was the thing that I, there was something about those kosher delight onion rings that I just loved. You know, we have uh, we have as a family from you know very long memories and really great fond memories of meeting you know so many people and uh, over the years and like I said before we have tremendous akaras at type to uh, the uh, the community for the support that they gave us for so many years and so many friends that we met through Kosher Delight. I actually met my business partner through Kosher Delight, so it's uh, that I'm in today. So it has for us. Very, very fine memory. Unbelievable. Murray Uberfeld with us live via telephone discussing this earth-shattering news. He he shook the world by closing Kosher Delight on Avenue J, the final location uh, earlier in the week. Uh, what is it, by the way? Is is I mean, I know it's a combination of everything, but but speak to each one of these individual things for a moment. The competition must be insane compared, not just compared to the seventies, but even compared to ten, fifteen years ago, right? Yeah. So when we opened up, it was really very, 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 very few. Uh, Places that uh, that were you know going going specifically after the from community and we also took we felt we took the the business to a to a different level which means we opened up we spent a lot of money on branding on packaging on all those kinds of things right. that people were not doing back then especially in the kosher business and you know I don't want to say it was the kosher McDonald's but we definitely looked towards you know the national franchises to see how to run operations and we became a student of that whole business and today you know uh you know everybody uh, whoever wants to go into the restaurant business you know uh 
spends a few dollars, opens up a place. I'm not sure exactly how many of them are being actually successful as far as being profitable, but there is no question a lot of competition. We, we, you know, I, I don't think that was the reason that we closed about, about competition. We, that store was still doing quite well. I think the week before, uh, during Sukkot, we served about uh, three or 4,000 people that week. Right. So, uh, yeah, thank God, just... you know, we had uh, a very loyal customer base. Yeah, I'm just saying it's got it's got to be it's got to be one of the factors. And what about costs in general? It must be insane these days compared to when you started to just buy the provisions that you need and the different items you need to have a restaurant. I mean, and the infrastructure itself. I mean, it it must be a completely different world in that regard. No question. You know, the prices were we we were, for example, you know, we raise prices every few years by a few uh, percentages, but we, we weren't able to raise any prices since 2007, since the crisis right. happened. So we were so basically over the last, let's call it seven years, as costs, labor, blah, 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 whatever other costs went up, we, were, we held the prices to uh, what they were uh, based, on, you know, based on what the market would bear. And uh, no question, I, mean, I remember uh, opening day uh, 1979, we sold five burgers, I believe, for $1.99. <laughs> so, and then the two anniversaries, the first 1980, 1981, we sold hamburgers for a quarter. I think we sold 100,000 each of those days. So can you imagine what 100,000 hamburgers at 25 cents wasn't exactly a profitable business. But anyway, we did it for, to, you know, to, uh, to build a brand, and thank God we were able to do that. What was your greatest menu expansion? When did that take place, the biggest menu expansion you ever had? When we opened up Chinese, which was like a whole other area, I, I don't remember what year it was. It was probably sometime, I think, is I would say mid-80s. Oh, that you know, early? After, yeah, after we opened up Manhattan, 1984. Oh. So we opened up Brooklyn, 79. So, what, so once, the ni- once the 90s hit, the full menu we were uh, familiar with was already in existence. Yes. That's true. Interesting. With some small variations since right. you know, the mid '90s, we added things, different things, tried different things all the time. Um, you know, became at the end a very, very big menu with a lot of different people working there, and uh, you know, you needed to do big volume to be able to support that whole operation. Well, the big question everyone wants to know: any chance that it'll reappear somewhere else at some future time? You know, as I say. You never know. You never know. And if it does reappear, does it have to be Brooklyn, or it could possibly be Manhattan again? You ne- like I said, you never know. You, you know, never uh, know. You never know. We're, but I would uh, think it's either one or the other, right? You never know. My family lives in the five towns, but mm. hey, you never know. <laughs> Where do you, you, maybe the Lower East Side help them to come closer to you. Oh, I don't know. We ke- it seems we keep losing places as opposed to uh, gating uh, restaurants. I, I just want to say one thing. is, you know, I was over Yontif. I had the uh, the Schuss to Davin together with Moshe Ben David, and we were. I did tell him that the store was closing, and we had some some fond uh, reminiscence reminiscing and I actually said to him that I remember in 1979 right after we opened him and Shia Mendelowitz of if everybody I'm sure knows him sure. she and Mudcha opened an office right across the street and every day came into Kosher Delight to have meetings and became like a real real popular destination as people saw people like that coming there and have a lot of a type to them. Well, you told me in the 80s, if not the 80s, was the early 90s, that Shia Menlowitz may have been your greatest PR machine when it came to Kosher Delight. He was, and I remember actually driving to work one morning, you and Shia called me, and we did <laughs> Kosher Delight trivia. And I tell you, Shia knew a lot more than I did. <laughs> you know, 
Maybe like they, there was a test of like what year we brought in macaroni salad or something like that, and I uh, and she had the date down to a, to a, to a date. Are you now rotating restaurants when you go out to eat, or you have a favorite out there? You know, I'm. Uh, I go. I go to a lot of different places. Uh, I have a lot of friends of mine in the restaurant business, and uh, oh, do you? In fact, I guess I so. Do, right? And uh, the owners of Prime Grill, Mike's Bistro, these are all friends of mine, and uh, you know. Uh, I don't say that I'm a critic, and they have they have uh, you know it's a different <laughs> level, but uh, you know it, these are good places, and uh, they should all have a lot of success. Should we worry about you, Murray, that you're not going to have anything to do now that Kosher Delight is closed, or you? I'm going to I'm going to try to find something to do with, <laughs> with, with uh, the few minutes a day that I was devoting towards that. I will definitely try to maybe I'll. Uh, Maybe I'll re redouble my learning, we'll say. There you go. That's a nice goal. Uh, Murray Uberfeld, it has to be heartwarming finding out, unfortunately under these circumstances, but finding out just how many people loved what you and your family created so many years ago. I did, and I, and, and I have to say again that I received about a 1,000 emails in the last, uh, in the last 48, 72 hours, and uh, a lot of them saying, you know, uh, Oh my God! What are we going to do? How did you close? Who gave you permission to close? <laughs> blah blah blah. But we, we as a family, have like I said before, really a lot of heartfelt memories of Kosher Delight, heartfelt gratitude to our friends and customers, and uh, we really thank everyone for uh, a 35 plus year run, and um, we wish them. Uh, success in all their endeavors and hopefully we'll have success in ours it is amazing and if it does reopen i want the first dark dinner box <laughs> Malcolm, I, want, I want to thank you because you've been a good friend and a loyal supporter and a big uh, advocate a big advocate not in size because i know you're, you're you're very tall but a big advocate with a big heart and you should have a lot of atzlach with your show continue that flow i appreciate that very much murray thank you so much for joining us this morning well, my pleasure. Murray Uberfeld is the uh, the man who created, he and his family created Kosher Delight, and uh, unfortunately for us, but you heard the reasons why, uh, Kosher Delight is no more, but on Avenue J in Brooklyn, it has been there, was there for 35, over 35 years. Pretty amazing. And again, as Murray said through the emails, and as I commented through uh, my Facebook experience, obviously it struck a nerve with a lot of folks out there in terms of... Uh, uh, memories and reminiscence uh, with Kosher Delight. And a special shout-out to Shia Menlowitz. I said it during the conversation. Murray Uberfeld always told me he was the greatest advocate, uh, especially early on, for the uh, uh, incredible contribution that Kosher Delight made to the kosher community. Wednesday morning with rain and thunderstorms today, a high temperature of 57. Rain tonight with a low of 50, and tomorrow showers with a high of 56. We're at 79 in Yerushalayim. We're at 56 here in Jersey City with plenty of rain coming down. Um, Shabbos project, thank God, in this area. Looks like we'll have good weather for Shabbos, for this very important Shabbos. Uh, Shabbos project information, we'll have more of that coming up here at JM and the AM. And a reminder that Malcolm Holmline will join us on Friday. There's so much to catch up on regarding what's been happening in this crazy world of ours over the last couple of weeks. Weekly update is coming Friday at 7.40. And tomorrow, Mayor Eichler and Schleimy Eichler are both visiting us. They are bringing along a list of vibracious slash Parsha titles. And I can almost guarantee you I know at least a couple that are going to be in there because we have, as part of the JMAM family, some amazing rabbis that have uh, written Parsha books. But anyway, uh, they're going to bring in some of their titles as we get started again with Shabbos Bracious being this past Shabbos and Parsha's Noah coming up this coming Shabbos. They'll be here tomorrow in the 8 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM.
Aaron Razel here at JMDM. The Yeshivish Medley off of the brand new Kumtans CD here at JMDM. And I just got another notice regarding the Shabbos project. Um, where are we here? The Shabbos project for the five towns includes, um, let's see, try to get this right, the uh, Friday night davening at the White Shul, Friday night Oneg at the Agudas Yisrael of West Lawrence, Shabbos afternoon speaker, Gavriel Sanders at the Young Israel of Far Rockaway, Friday night Oneg at the Martin Home in Lawrence, um, Friday night Oneg at the base Medrash of Lawrence. I see what someone did. They compiled everything that's going on in the five towns for the Shabbos project. Wow, this is pretty amazing. Uh, into one email. So I'm going to have to go through this because there are a bunch of community Onegs that are happening on Friday night, uh, community Shabbos afternoon shiurim that are happening in different locations, uh, Kalbach Shabbos uh, Friday night at the Young Israel of Hewlett, and a whole bunch of uh, different events. So we'll go through this and uh, take care of it tomorrow uh, as we continue to uh, announce and acknowledge the amazing communities that are participating in the Shabbos project in the New York and New Jersey area and some other areas as well. A rainy Wednesday at JM in the AM at seven minutes before nine o'clock. Here is some Chaliner.
וכרם כל יציר נברא. לעת לעת נעשה וחצו כל, אזי מלך שמו נקרא, אזי מלך שמו נקרא. ואחרי ככלות ככלות הכל, לבדו עם לוח נורא, לבדו עם לוח נורא. והוא היה, והוא עובד, והוא יהיה. וכרם כל יציר נברא, לעת לעת נעשה וחצו כל, אזי מלך שמו נקרא, אזי מלך שמו נקרא, ואחרי ככלות ככלות הכל, לבדו ימלוך נורא. Wag does a Z Report Live Lunch coming up at 11 a.m. Replay, encore of last night's 9 at 9 at 9.30, right after Beyond Milk and Honey coming up next on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.